My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi friends, welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched Halloween Ends. Uh, we should probably jump right into the cast. This is not the best horror movie we watched in the past four days. Okay. There was a better one. Here's the cast. Laurie Strode, Michael Myers. That's it. There was a very, very main character to this movie uh, but other than those two. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously Laurie Strode. This is her second appearance on Why Bloody Valentine, the first being Halloween. Second up, we got Rohan Campbell as Corey Cunningham, who I would say is the main character of the movie. He's been in a bunch of like Lifetime movies, Christmas movies, and he is in the fairly popular Virgin River, which was named after you. Why the fuck would it be named after me? I just thought it was funny to call you a virgin. I've had sex with more people than you have. I don't know if that's true, but it's in the place to figure it out. Andy Marishak plays Allison. She has been in all three Halloween sequels and nothing else we have seen. Lastly, we're going with the fucking legendary character actor, Will Patton, who plays Deputy Frank Hawkins. That's the guy that's trying to fuck Laurie Strode. Mm. Uh, this is his second appearance on Why Bloody Valentine as he was in Armageddon. Yes, he was. You'll recognize him from Remember the Titans, mm -hmm. Yellowstone, mm -hmm. and Gone in 60 Seconds. Mm -hmm. That's you. That was named after you. Oh my God, that's so much, so much ruder than what I said. Gone in 60 Seconds? Yeah. I, I do, I, sometimes, <laughs> very rarely, I can go for hours normally. Hours? Get the fuck out of here. I'm the only one that can go for Tens hours. Tens of minutes. <laughs> Anyway. Seven hours. Seven. 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 Is that TikTok? No, it's from Friends. Oh, sorry. A lot of my Friends references end at Pivot. And. We were on a break. You want to. What the fuck does he say? You want to wear my tie? Well, I'm wearing all your clothes. You'd hate for me to do lunges. That's probably the funniest scene in Friends history, okay. the lunges scene. I'm pretty sure I butchered that quote, but I don't watch Friends all that much, so you get what you get. So we start out with a butt rock DJ on WURG, The Urge, 94.9. They do play Midnight Monster Hop, though. That's a cool song. And we're starting in the past, 2019. Kiddos are trick-or-treating. Um... Things seem good on the surface here. They're not. Jeremy's babysitter is here. Uh, his name is Corey. And the mom's looking for him. There's this crazy fucking staircase. It was the first thing I noticed when she looked up and she was screaming at um, 
Jeremy, like, Jeremy, Jeremy, where are you? She looks up the staircase. I'm like, someone is dying from that staircase. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. Also, Corey's not a babysitter. He was their landscaper. Yeah, he's like a gardener. But they were desperate. Yeah, he's kind of a fucking weirdo. I guess they've run low on babysitters. Yes, in Haddonfield. I, for good reason. That's a fucking risky occupation in Haddonfield. Yeah. Jeremy scares the fuck out of his mom. So the problems with Jeremy is he's afraid of the dark. He wets the bed. He talks in his sleep. So no TV and no candy. Rules that are broken by Corey. Immediately. Yes. They're very much watching TV. Jeremy is talking so much shit to the babysitter. Mm -hmm. He is a dickhead. This kid is a dick. He's a terror. Babysitter goes to the kitchen. Here's shit getting knocked over. Sees the doors open. Did you think Michael Myers was there? No, I thought the kid ran out. Mm. Jeremy's gone. Kid is the fucking hide-and-seek world champion. He's very good at it. The zucchini bread knife is missing. They really want you to believe Michael Myers is here. Mm -hmm. And then Jeremy starts screaming from the top of the staircase. Which is how you know Michael Myers is in here because he would have just killed him. Yeah. And say what you want about these people. They don't kill kids. Uh. Babysitter grabs the knife. He found it on the attic steps. Um, but Jeremy locked his ass in the attic. He's a little prankster. Uh, he continues to talk shit and fuck with him the whole time. Corey kicks the door open. I knew this was going to happen. I knew that's exactly what it was going to happen to. I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be bad. He kicks the fucking door open and kills Jeremy. Yeah, he kicks the door open. The door hits the kid. The kid falls over the banister. Yeah, and they are not afraid. It, it was it was graphic. It was brutal. It was pretty brutal for the first fucking 10 minutes of the movie. But yeah, they fucking killing kids in this movie. Not yeah. afraid. Literally broke him in half and bled out all over the floor. It was it was gross. Yeah, all before the credits. Mm -hmm. So that's 10 minutes in and we got our first death. And then the credits roll. There were 18 deaths. Now, I didn't count the ones from the other movies. They do show like a montage of them. I didn't count them. They weren't this movie. And, and I didn't feel like it because I would have to stop, go back in case I missed them. I didn't feel like doing that shit. There were some jump scares in the movie, but none of them got us. No. Uh, I thought there was going to be a dog death, judging by the trailer, but I didn't see a dead dog. I didn't see a dead dog. So, I didn't see a dog at all. No. Well, there was a dog. Jeremy had a dog. Or at least there was a dog barking during all that. And there were zero boobs, but I thought for a moment we were going to get boobs in this movie. No boobs. We did not get boobs in this movie. We got boobs in the movie we watched the other day called Barbarian. Th those were boobs. You're not supposed to be talking about other movies right now. Yeah, we'll talk about that when I recommend it on the mini episode. Anyway, it's rated R. Um, came out this year, obviously. 110 minutes. A little bone to pick there. But we're off. Movie, I, I would guess I would call this movie proper. Because that was like movie adjacent. That was the backstory of the movie. Mm -hmm. They have Laurie Strode recalling the original Halloween to flashbacks from the first movie and the prior sequels because she's writing a book. I actually kind of like this. You could watch this movie without watching the other movies. Yeah. You could arguably just see this movie and know what's going on. So I kind of like that. In as far as with reference to the other movies, you might not actually know what's going on. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you 
deep story. So it's no. just like you you teased him into coming out and now yeah. Made him come back and it's all your fault. But I think it's a nice way to catch everyone up. Even even so far as if it's been since the last movie came out last year and you haven't seen it. It's a nice little way to get you back. Although I don't remember them showing a lady with the iron that was coming to kill Michael Myers with the iron. No. I don't remember if she was there or not. So where we stand now, Michael is gone and the town has gone mad. Lori actually lives in town now, like a real home, like a real human being. It's not like a fortress. It's a house. She's having a with her granddaughter. normal life with her granddaughter. She hasn't seen Michael in four years. I thought in the trailer it said 10 years. I don't know what's up with that trailer. Um, since he killed her daughter. Mm-hmm. Now, now, like I said, she's writing a book. She's raising her grandchild. Just trying to have a normal life. Yeah, she's even cooking pies and shit. Poorly. Hopefully she is a better author than Chef because the pie was like on fire. Mm-hmm. Can you actually catch things on fire in the oven like that from yeah. cooking them too long? Do they catch on fire or they just burn? I don't, I don't, I've never caught anything on fire in the oven, but I've caught things on fire on the stove. Yeah, so. that's doable, but I don't know. It seems like they would just blacken and blacken and blacken in the charcoal. I don't know. Let's not try. So I kind of thought that DJ was going to be like a narrator throughout the course of this movie, but he really wasn't. It's almost like the DJ's role in this movie was to be annoying so he can be killed later. <laughs> like, there's no other point to him, really. He tell, he, tell, he says, like, conspiracy theories about Michael Myers and shit, and it's kind of pointless. Corey is still here. Um, I thought for sure he would have went to prison for killing that kid, even though it was an accident. Like, Nope, the judge believed it was an accident. And, and it was. In fairness, it was. Uh, he works at a junkyard now. He, I guess engineering school was not in the cards for him after he killed that child. Mm-hmm. Some cop pulls Allison over and acts like a fucking creep. And we find out yeah, that that just is... wanted to tell her she was arrested for being the prettiest girl there. Oh my god, and that's her ex-boyfriend. Gross. That that was just to get us to stop on that bridge though, where the homeless man lives, because mm-hmm. that's where. Good old Mikey Myers lives. Lives in a pipe. Like, I don't know. Like, like a drainage. Like Super Mario. Yeah. Just travels around Haddonfield through the pipes. Eats Apparently rats, I guess. has been down there for four years. Yeah. Not in love with that. No. Spoiler alert. Not in love with the movie. Ooh. Uh, Corey is buying a chocolate milk when he gets accosted. From some from some seniors, they're seniors. They have a play or something, but I thought they were like football players because they're wearing a varsity jacket. School seniors, not like senior citizens. Yeah, not senior citizens. The only senior citizens in this movie are Lori, um, and the guy that wants to fuck Lori, the deputy, and Michael Myers himself, mm-hmm. also a senior citizen. So he won't buy them beer, but they recognize him and they call him a pedo. Uh, they make him break his glass bottle and cut his hand, but Lori saves the day. The biggest fucking mistake she's made in a long, long time. Yeah. She sends him straight to her granddaughter yeah. to get stitched up. Yeah. To set them up. That's what she wants. That mm-hmm. is her goal. Her goal is this. Well, this, he was normal at first. He was not normal at this point, I don't think. He was barely normal when he killed that child. He was a fucking weirdo then. 
He didn't mean to kill him. I know he didn't, but that can still... Right, but the town turned him into this. I agree. That is that is the story of the movie. This town is turning all these people into monsters because they're assholes. Mm-hmm. But they're also scared because, like, what's going on in this town? It is fucking cursed. So Lori talks him into slashing their tires, too. What a fucking role model. Like, she's like, egging him on to be a bad she's boy. Like, do you want to do it or do you want me to? Yeah. And that don't go good for him either. Like, they knew who did it. Who else would have done it? Lori Strode. Corey and Allison are into each other immediately. Mm -hmm. It is weird how into each other they are the second they meet. Love at first sight. Yeah, like, there is no fucking playing around at all. He, He somehow knows her exhaust is loose. She's like, my car's making a rattling. He's like, yeah, your exhaust yeah, is loose. Exactly what that is. Like, are you stalking her? Because she didn't find it weird at all. Well, it seems you could hear her car all over town, and also it's a very small town. I guess. So he Maybe just he just knew. He just had it in the back of his mind that Allison Strode's exhaust is loose. Yep. In case he needs that information later. All right. Um, she asks him out. He declines. And then we go back to Lori's, where Lori is giving good parenting advice, like when you're sad. And you're filled with grief. What do you do to grief? You show grief your tits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said it like three times, too. In this case, my name is Grief. What do you got for me, dear? I ain't showing you my tits on the podcast. Nobody will see. It didn't work. Show you my eyes rolling. He's texting Allison. Like, she said, hey, it's me. That was the first text. Like, I don't know how she got his number, but nothing makes sense in this um, whirlwind relationship they have. Because she asked him out, he turned her down, and she's like, oh, I have your number. You wouldn't like this from a guy. No. His mom is fucking pissed about it, too, because his mom sucks. Yeah, she's a psycho, too. Yeah. He wouldn't tell her who's texting, so he doesn't get custard. Mm-hmm. Boys who keep secrets don't get custard. And he's like 30. Yeah. And... Is that like the, how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat thing? Like, boys that keep secrets don't get custard. What is custard? Is that like pudding? No. What the fuck is it then? I don't know. Is it good? I don't know. I guess it's similar to pudding, but it's not pudding. I don't even want custard. Like, because I don't like how that sounds. Okay. So. I'm not going to give you custard. Well, then. I have to keep a secret from you. Or you I have don't to have me... any custard. I always think of like Custer's Last Stand, even though it's not the same word. Where they killed that scuzzball. Whatever. The relationship is moving very fast. He's already teaching her how to motorcycle. Um, she is super forward with her interest in him. It is pretty refreshing behavior, honestly. No fucking games with this girl. And Lori, for her part, is flirting with Deputy Frank Hawkins, she or Manuel will Patton. Yeah, she likes his face. Yes. No. Yeah, she she's the one that said that. She likes his face, which I am- That's how you flirt. 95% sure I have actually said that. Mm -hmm. Not even like, that's, not, that's like something I would say. That is something I've said, mm -hmm. for sure. You're horrible at flirting. It's, I'm so bad at flirting that it's, I think it's endearing. Like, it's adorable. It's adorable that you can't do it? Yeah, to watch me fumble through trying to do it. 
it's like my own special brand of flirting. <laughs> I ador- I'm in- adorably incompetent. Okay. They're like, oh, he's trying. Sometimes they don't even know you're trying. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. That's what you don't want. You want him to know that you're and trying. And I'm like, he's flirting with you. Yeah, you, ha- you want him to know you're trying, but you don't. You don't want to be so bad at it that they don't know. So be stupendously bad at it, and they'll know you're trying. The lady that got her throat cut in the previous movie made it. I thought for sure she was dead. Well, it's a good thing you didn't do account for that movie. Yeah, because I would have to come back and fucking change it. Her daughter is yelling at Lori. Um, So that's like the general theme of this. Everyone blames Lori for Michael Myers, even though not really her fault. I mean. Yep. And everyone blames Corey for the child dying, even though it was an accident and the kid sucked. Yeah. Yeah, it was it that child dying was more Corey's fault than Michael Myers existing was Lori's though for sure. The costume party is at a bar and Corey is a scarecrow. They start blaring dead Kennedys and there's dancing and photo booths and Corey is having the time of his life. But he looks like a fucking psycho when he's having fun. It looked like he was tripping. I thought maybe somebody drugged his drink or something. Yeah. Because he's like on the floor. I thought he was having a seizure for a minute there. Yeah, I thought she was clearing him out so they could do fucking medical procedures on him. It was weird. It was. That was a weird scene. So all the red flags are here for this guy. He's breaking bottles in his hands. Uh, He's a fucking real weirdo. His parent, well, his mom sucks. His dad's awesome, actually. His dad's cool. Yeah. Um, But... Sometimes having a crazy parent, you know, those genes, they just get passed down. Yep, and it seems like in this case they did. Sadly for Corey, Jeremy's mom is here, and she made sure his happy time ended because she definitely blames him for murdering the child. Yes. Which, (sighs) okay, you don't get to really judge a parent that lost a child on how they react. No, absolutely not. So she's not nice to him, but she gets passed because her kid died. Corey almost got hit by a car for the second time in this movie. So the first time was on his bike. The second time was after the bar. And they, it was obvious that he almost got hit by a car both these times. Yes. I thought that was leading to something. Maybe somebody else was going to get hit by a car. He hit that lady with the truck, but I don't think that's related. No. Like I was waiting for this man to get hit by a car and they never did it. It's over between Corey and Allison for a very short period of time. About 10 hours. But as um, Corey was storming away, and as someone that has stormed away in the middle of the night (laughs) from people and had to walk like three miles, this could have happened to me. (laughs) The bullies got him. The bullies showed up. Did you have bullies? Uh, Not really. I would have, if anybody would have stopped, they probably would have given me a ride. And that would have been helpful. Also, could have probably called my mom and been like, hey, will you pick me up? You were too stubborn. Oh, yeah. I had to prove a point. I had to walk. You had to suffer because of her. Yeah. You see the conditions you made me live under? You did this to me. Probably could have called for a ride immediately. Probably could have just got back in the car when he said, just get back in. But no, there was points to be proven. And I won that battle. Did you? No, because I walked three miles and she was just at home waiting. Yeah, she didn't fucking care. No, she was like drinking a beer. And you went back to her house. Yeah. Well, I had to. My car was there. Anyways. Anyways. The bullies got 
fucking Corey. They've accosted him on the bridge, and they threw that motherfucker off the bridge. No, he fell. No, yeah, he fell. That's what the guy we said. Didn't, we That's didn't push story. anybody. I was ready for him to die. Yeah, I wasn't upset when it happened. I was not ready for someone to just drag him across the ground into the sewer. That was weird, like a fucking Ninja Turtle. Yeah. And I thought he was dead. Which yeah. I, I was like, well, what was the point of him being the main character for the first 45 minutes? Plus, he was barely hurt. Yeah. He just had a couple of bruises. Off a bridge onto the ground. Like, yeah. it wasn't like he landed in water. Nope, just right on the ground, right next to a homeless man who did not even budge to help him. Who Michael Myers apparently just leaves the fuck alone for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Michael Myers leaves that dude alone. What the the fuck's up with that? He pulls other people into there and just leaves that guy be. So he wakes up in the sewer and then he's getting choked by Michael Myers. But Michael sees his own reflection in his eyes and lets him go. I, that is so fucking cheesy. (laughs) That is so stupid. I don't like that. I see you and me. That's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here. I see me and you, not you and me. Yeah, whatever. He also seems like you can see in the Corey's past somehow, because Michael Myers is also a mind reader. Because you get a flashback of every bad thing Corey's ever done. Every painful moment of Corey's life. How about that? So I thought that was foreshadowing, but I don't think foreshadowing can be 35 seconds, because Corey immediately leaves the sewer, gets confronted by the homeless man, who says he is Michael Myers, the homeless man. Mm-hmm. who He's not. No. He's just a crazy homeless man. Um, and then he kills him. Yeah, he murders him. Yep, Corey murders him. Immediately. Yeah, right away. So it's not really foreshadowing because it just led right into the next scene where the thing happens. So the homeless guy, yeah, like I said, the homeless guy admits he knows Michael Myers has taken people in there. Yeah, he takes them in there and he kills them. Yeah, why'd you get out? But yeah, he was very concerned that he let him go. Yeah, and he also was like, go in there and get him for me. Yeah, get my mask back. I'm Michael Myers, so go get my mask. Yeah, like, what? What a fucking psycho. Why doesn't Michael Myers kill him? Because he's a psycho. Maybe Michael Myers sees a little bit of himself in that homeless guy, too. That's all you need. Michael Myers just has to relate to you a little bit. That's basically what this movie is. If Michael Myers relates I to you, you're cool. I am now safe from Michael Myers. Yeah, you're cool. But that does explain the missing persons billboards, because Michael Myers is taking people into the sewer. Where no workmen go. There's never been a problem with the sewer in the past four like years. A fucking clown from it. Yeah, it's basically what he is. Allison did not get her promotion. The cuter girl got it. So I'm like, oh, she's fucking a doctor. Very, very obvious what the implication was there. And she called him doctor whatever. Oh, she was... At his house? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. if you're fucking him, I think you guys can be on a first yeah, name basis. Frank or whatever his name is. <laughs> Corey shows up at Lori's. He wanted Allison to go for a walk with him, but Lori already sees it in his eyes. Yeah. But she didn't see it the first time. No, because it wasn't there. Something changed. Yeah. And it was him getting thrown off that fucking bridge. Yeah. And and, and, and meeting his fucking and, goddamn mentor, Michael Myers. So he admits to killing someone, and they want you to think he's admitting to killing that homeless guy. Yeah, but that's what I thought he was going to do. No, he's yeah. admitting to killing the little boy, which everybody already knows. He hangs out in the abandoned house that the little boy died in. Mm-hmm. We get a whole recounting. Corey's mom is a real bitch to everyone, including Lori, because Lori goes the... He smells like her. Yeah. Fucking weird. I don't like it. I don't like this whole scene. Like, it's weird. She just kind of leaves. I don't like it. Yeah. It seems awkward and stupid. 
Um, the cop that is her ex-boyfriend is also a piece of shit, obviously. You knew that when he pulled her over for being the fucking cutest girl alive or whatever he said. Yep. He interrupts Corey and Allison's meal. Um, Corey, like, threatens him. Uh, he also looks way too old for Allison. Allison looks like she's about 20. Yeah. He looks like he is 35 years old. Yeah. And all his friends look like they're about 35 years old, too. He he literally looks like... like he a, could be her father. Like a 35-year-old guy from, like, 1986, though, and they brought him here. Because he was, like, dressed weird and he had a weird haircut. Yeah. He looked like my grandfather looked in the, in the 80s when I was a child. <laughs> and that's what he looked like. Their plan is to burn it all to the ground. These are two mentally ill people that need to seek therapists, both of them. They've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. They should not have each other. They should only have a therapist and then someone else that doesn't really need a therapist that much but only sees one once in a while just to make sure everything's going okay. Okay, you got this all figured out? Yeah, they definitely don't need one another. For a while there, I thought maybe she was going to get drugged into being a bad person too. So the popo's following Corey, which is what Corey wants. He knows this is happening. This is what he wants. I called this whole scene. Yeah, you did. They're going to they're going to the bridge. He's bringing his mentor a snack, a little snacky snack. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you don't fuck with Doug Mullaney, so Doug's gonna march right into that sewer and get him. He marched in there. Doug was actually too much for Michael Myers. Doug beats the shit out of him. He kicks Michael He's Myers' old. ass. Corey thankfully had Michael Myers back for thankfully for Michael Myers. Um, Corey asked Michael to show him how to do it. Like like he's an apprentice. Mm-hmm. Like he's in the electrical union, and Michael Myers is showing him how to wire some shit up. All but right. he's showing him how to stab somebody, even though he's already stabbed someone. Yeah, to death. he's stabbed he that guy three He doesn't times. need to know. Show me how to do it. And Michael Myers takes a lot of care in killing Doug Mullaney. Because he never stabs. Um, yeah, he doesn't stab all Corey. the way through. He doesn't him. stab it's all the Corey. way through. Yep. And he's very good at stabbing all the way through because mm-hmm. he will stab them all the way through enough into the wall that it holds their entire fucking body up, Here which is go. so fucking stupid. We have heard that one before from Halloween One. They do. They do it in every movie. So um, Corey then shows up at Allison's. He's confused, and I think he's sort of horny. Because he, like, gets her against the wall for a second. This awakened Michael, though. Michael's now Roman town. He's, like, looking at Lori. Yeah, he's got some strength back. He's ready yeah. to go. So Corey does fuck Allison in this movie. Yeah, they were, there was sex. You just didn't get to see the boobs. None of it. None of the sex at all. They just woke up in bed the next day. That's that's the type of mom Lori is. She lets the boyfriend stay at the house after just a couple of days of dating. They're not. She's not a teenager. Doesn't matter. It's her house, her rules. Which is a bold move because Lori is positive she can see Michael in Corey's eyes. Mm-hmm. This eye shit is for the birds. This whole franchise is going to hinge on Lori Strode being able to make judgments about people based on what their eyes look like. She ends up talking to Jeremy's dad. He believes the kid didn't mean to kill his son. So this probably broke up their marriage. It clearly ruined his life because mm-hmm. he's a scruffy looking bar rat now. Just plays pool at the bar and doesn't shave often. But he does believe that Corey didn't mean to kill his son, which is commendable. And he was going to talk to Corey like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Rolled the window down. Rolled the window down, but then he looked in his eyes 
and he knew that Corey no longer existed. Yep. That's what this The movie... Corey that used to mow his grass yeah. did not kill his son. No. But the Corey that... Um, That's roaming town now? Yeah. Like hunched over. He would have. Like the goddamn hunchback of Notre Dame. I don't, I don't love it. I don't like it either. I don't know why you made me watch this shit. Doctor and nurse fucking confirmed. They're at his house. Uh, something is going on, though. She's about to get in the shower. This is when I thought we were going to see boobs, her in the shower. I like, even when there's not nudity, I said it in, what was it, the last episode? The last horror episode that we did? That I like shower scenes for horror because of the vulnerability. Mm -hmm. But she never even got in a shower. Also, this guy's like really rich. Really mm -hmm. fucking rich. Has this super nice shower. But the knobs are like those knobs for your hose. <laughs> the, the knobs yeah. in the shower are like the knobs you have outside for your hose. They're like a spigot. They yeah. are like 75 cents at Walmart. Uh-huh. But the rest of his house is beautiful. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know who what the design choice was there. Yeah, that was weird. So something is going on, drawing her away from the shower. Dr. Mathis is dead. And it's Corey doing it. He's wearing his fucking scarecrow mask. The girl gets away, but his tag team partner, Michael Myers, runs in for the save. Like yes, fucking from the other side. Like fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin running in to save Mick Foley and win him the WWE championship from The Rock. He stabs her and leaves her hanging on the wall, just like he in the first movie. Hanging on a painting on that a was painting. hung on the wall. Yeah, so it's a very large painting. So he, this went knife through sternum. I'm gonna say probably not chest, sternum to hold you up. Painting, wall. He, he stab her with a fucking sword. Like there's no way a regular kitchen knife is gonna go that deep into. The wall through the painting through her and still have the handle. I think you're right. I think it's. I hate this. I hate it. I hate that they do that in every single stupid movie. But they had to do it in this one because Michael Myers had to do this. And what you did to this one? Yeah, like our dog Charlie. <laughs> so I like that. Though. I do kind of like. While I think it is stupid, I do agree that it's stupid. I kind of like. The they throwback. have to do it now. Yeah. So Corey is undeniably a villain here. All these people did. This was just like. Somebody fuck somebody to get a job. That happens all the... That's not even that bad. Like, it's not ethical, obviously. Nobody needs to die over it. it happens yeah. all the time. And she is totally on board with fucking this guy for the job. Right, it's it not, he's not pressuring her into it at all. She is thrilled. Then we go to the radio station. Corey and Allison making big plans to possibly leave on the roof of the radio station. Corey jumps off the roof. But only on a, a smaller roof. He jumped onto another roof. And then he jumped down on the ground. And Willie came out because he heard all the ruckus. And he talked shit about both of them. Mm -hmm. Shit is not going to go well for him. All the radios that, like, I don't know, you've never seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. But no, there's, like, one. this running thing throughout the whole entire movie about this girl broadcasting on the radio. And, like, Leatherface goes and gets her. It kind of reminded me of this. This confrontation pushes her over the edge. This is when I thought she was going to break bad. I thought she was going to be a bad girl now. And not in, like, the good bad girl way, like, in the kill him bad girl mm -hmm. way. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like, she doesn't, like, she's not going to just need a spanking. <sighs> they are going to leave Haddonfield, which is what is best for everyone. Mommy is fed up with Corey. She throws him out of the house. She slaps him. And then she kisses him on the lips. Yes. Like, she, was... is, like she is Tom Brady. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking makes out with him. Just to make out with him. All right. So she didn't give him the full Tom Brady. 
for his for his part, Dad just wants him to find love. He says, "I hope you find love." Mm-hmm. Dad is a good dude, and I can totally see why he's at the junkyard after hours playing fucking video games instead of at home with that wretched woman. Mm-hmm. Now it's Halloween. Uh, Corey's sleeping where he killed that kid, which is um, weirdo behavior. Yes, over the edge now. There is no on the redeem- hardwood floor on the bloodstain. Yes, there is no going back for him. Lori is there being fucking super intense. Like, I thought she was banging a rocking chair off the wall. No. That is just like a kitchen chair. Yeah, she's just laying the chair back. That's that's more menacing, I would say. Because it's dangerous. She's very intimidating. Yeah. She's letting him know she's on him and that he can't date Allison. He says she should give in. I don't know what that means because I don't think there was ever a point in time where she was going to be evil. So I don't know if maybe she should just let Michael Myers kill her. Yeah, I don't know. But she's gone. And he said, if he can't have her, then no one can. Yes, she is gone. So quietly and quickly, I was wondering if she was ever there. Or I, if he was just imagining Yes, her. I was also wondering. But no, I think she was And there. throughout this whole movie, I was also wondering, was Michael Myers really there? Or was this all in his brain? Like, was he just seeing things? Was he just, just crazy? Like, yeah, like, was he both of them? Yes. Like, Fight Club? Or, like, um... Candyman. Oh, Candyman, yeah, where <clears throat> we were never sure if um if the can- if Candyman was actually doing it or not. Yeah, or if it was just him every single time. Right. I'm still not sure on that. This, I'm pretty sure Michael Myers was in the fucking movie though. Yeah. I just didn't know the whole time, but right. then I figured it out. Yeah, cuz this this movie isn't terribly confusing. It's just a really dumb premise. Like, I understand what's happening the whole movie, for mm-hmm. the most part. I just think it's fucking kind of yeah, stupid. I don't like it. Corey wants to leave with her tonight. For some reason, he is fist-fighting Michael Myers for his mask, and he beats the shit out of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Mike- Michael Myers does not do well in this movie. He's an old man. Yeah, well, he's an he's, old man in the last done. one, we're, too. We're, we're tired of it. Yeah, we're over you, Michael Myers, you pussy. He hasn't been treated like this since Busta Rhymes kicked his ass that one time. Oh, my God. Which I didn't like, either. Corey scratches the word psycho in the bully's car. And he's going to lead him on a chase, too. These motherfuckers need to stop chasing Corey. Because they don't know what they're in for. Allison is leaving. She will not listen to Lori. I honestly don't blame her. She doesn't have all the information we have. And I guess his eyes are different for her. Well, maybe... She's just a bad judge of character. Maybe she just wants to see the best in him. Maybe she just needs him to prove that he was a bad guy. That could her. be. That she doesn't be. want to take other people's words for it. Yes, bad guys do prey on people that want to see the best in them. It happens all the time. That's why good people are often like, why do they always find me? Yes, victims are usually victimized many, many, many times. Right, and I think By it's, many different people. I think it's because they try to see the good in people. Whereas skeptical people are ready to tell good people to fuck off. So I think that's what's happening to poor Allison. Mm -hmm. She's not skeptical enough. Corey leads him to the dump. One dead. Billy is dead. Looked like he got something stabbed through his eyeball. Yeah. Margo. Which is your favorite kind of death. Yeah. Whew. Boy, did we see a bad one of those. I keep... This is... I am trying to not turn this into a barbarian podcast. We'll... We'll talk about it in a mini episode. Margot hit by a truck. She was the only one that was like, no, don't do this to Corey when they were fucking with him. 
But she still didn't do much about it, and she stayed hanging out with him. Yeah, she didn't, like, it didn't, like, ruin her friendship. I'm fine with her dying. She didn't die by getting hit with the truck, though. No. Dad, dead. The fucking bully shoots him in the head. I wonder if he would have made it out of this because he was good, too. Yeah, but they don't really do that in Halloween movies. They just kill everyone. Yeah. Because children being nice to uh, Corey didn't save Margot eventually. No. So he gets shot in the head. Stacy is dead. She was beaten to death with a wrench. The bully is dead, and he got it worse. He got like blowtorch to the mouth. Ma- yeah. Blowtorched to the mouth. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, it was fucking brutal. Margot is dead. He just stomped her head in. And then he ran her over. And then he ran her over. But I think lots head, of squishing sounds. I think the head stomp probably did it. Oh yeah. Well, he squashed her head like it was a fucking cantaloupe. Yeah. So I don't know. I think maybe the dad lives, but you're right. He probably, he probably gets it too. He even tried to save Corey. That's why he got shot. Mm-hmm. Mom is dead. He goes home, kills mom. Not upset about that. No, it's fine with that. See, this is the weird movie where I'm not terribly upset that anyone died and I didn't like any of the characters. No. <laughs> I didn't like any person. And and it wasn't scary. No. It was gory. It was gross. But... Mm-hmm. Which sometimes is enough, but... For you. Just not in this case. And it's Willy time. Corey Myers has arrived. He plays I Was a Teenage Werewolf by The Cramps. The Cramps were an excellent, excellent, excellent band. Love The Cramps. The music in this movie is pretty fucking good. Who are the two you could keep from The Cramps? What? Who are the two you would keep? From The Cramps? There's only two people in the band. Oh. <laughs> so... It was a game we were playing. It would night. be it would be Lux Interior and Poison Ivy is who I would keep. Yeah. I have this weird knowledge of people that are in bands. It's useless and weird, but we went through how many bands last night? Uh, over a hundred. Over a hundred bands last night, and I said which two people you can still have the band if they're in it, and I think I did a pretty good job. And then we had my favorite part of the movie. I've said it a million times on here. I get I stole the boob count and everything like that from Joe Bob Briggs. Love Joe Bob Briggs. Huge fan of him. I used to watch Monster Vision as a teenager by myself in my bedroom like a fucking dork. And he has a show on Shudder now called The Last Drive-In. And the male girl's name is Darcy, who we love. Well, I do. She's Marcy the best. Darcy. No, not Marcy Darcy. We love Marcy Darcy, too. If you're named Darcy, there's a good chance I love you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> She has a cameo in this movie. Poor Darcy is dead in two seconds. It does not last long for her, but I am so happy for her that she got the cameo in the movie. I'm sure that was like bucket list shit for her. So that's awesome. Willie gets his face smashed in and tongue cut out. And it wasn't enough. It was very gross. Like his face is smashed in and only his tongue's flopping around like fucking goofy. He's fucked. And they cut his tongue off and they, he puts it on the um, record, making it skip over the radio. Because it wasn't quite gross enough. It, it was pretty gross. Yeah. Pretty graphic and yeah. 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 I do think everyone that was killed in this movie is dead, unlike that lady with her throat slashed in the other one. Yeah, they're pretty dead, dead. Yeah, that, it, it's except Michael Myers. Not terribly ambiguous. No, I think Michael Myers is pretty fucking dead. I don't know if a dog pees on him. Yeah, all, all we need is a <laughs> fire pissing dog to bring him back to life. <laughs> and honestly, when Freddy was brought back to life in that scene, it was in a junkyard. So yeah, it could this happen. could happen. Allison did try to meet Corey, but he wasn't there. He is currently on a murder spree, so she goes to see if he is home. But he's not, because his mom's dead. No, I thought she was going to go in and find the dead mom. 
and then be like, oh, no. What happened? Mm -hmm. It can't be Corey. So Lori fell off the wagon. She's fucking drunk. Very drunk. She does have a gun, though. That's good. That's what I wrote. She does have a gun. That's good. (laughs) She is reporting a suicide. Her own, it seems. That is not good. She is preparing her office for this. But she shoots the pumpkin instead. You really think I'd kill myself? Yeah, and then she shoots Corey Myers in the shoulder twice. And he falls over the banister. Yes, does not die because they don't have that crazy staircase. And plus, they just don't die. Yeah. Also, yeah, Michael Myers is don't die. She could have killed him, but she is, like, challenging him to kill her instead for some reason. I don't, like, why does this woman want to die by Michael Myers or um, Michael Myers 2? I don't know why. Does she think that'll end it? I don't know. Yeah, she's like, you came here to kill me? Do it, yeah, bitch. Yeah, do it, pussy. Like, wh- why, though? Would you? You have a granddaughter. And then he stabs himself. She's like, no! Yeah. Like, yeah. why does she not want him to die? Well, I think that was because they both heard Allison was home because of her janky-ass muffler. I cannot believe that fucking muffler. If she hadn't reached down and grabbed the knife, it would have been obvious that he died like this. Holding onto the knife, stuck in his own neck. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh no, he killed himself. It, which it, is exactly what I called in, was a suicide. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild to me that the- Why m- did she pull it out? And, if you have any sort of medical knowledge, you know that if you get stabbed with something, you fucking leave it in there. Because if you pull it out, that's how you die. Yeah. Although he she didn't She wanted die. to save his life, she should have just left it in there. He didn't die, though. He did not die. Somehow. But I cannot believe that janky fucking muffler- played a role mm-hmm. in the end of this fucking movie. Also, they've been together for days. What a horrible boyfriend. This kid works at a junkyard and is uh, seemingly a mechanic. And he did he not... still did not fix He it. said it was two bolts. Mm-hmm. Did not fix that fucking muffler. Well, that's a man for you. <sighs> I'd have had that muffler fixed. That's why we all need to be lesbians, ladies. Date you a woman. They will do all the things for you. And look so pretty while they do it. Stop recruiting. Anyway. Come to the dark side. It makes it look like Lori did it, which really pisses Allison off. What a ghoul. But the back door is open. The mask has been retrieved. Corey is stopping Michael from grabbing the knife. Why? I, I think he wanted to do it himself. Well, he couldn't. He wasn't in he the was pl- dying. He was not in the place to be able to do it himself. Well, Michael's been there. <sighs> Well, Michael kills Corey because Corey is a shitty apprentice. Yeah. Lori, like, locks that motherfucker in the house, too. Why did she do that? Yeah, she's like, I'm not in here with you. You're in here with me. Like, from fucking... That is the quote that I thought of when I saw her do it. (laughs) From fucking... Like, are you locking them in? or or Are you locking them out? Or are you locking me in? Or whatever. Like, from Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, what? That's the... That First thing exact, I thought of. That is the exact quote I thought of when she locked I thought, the door. I thought, oh no, she's not locked in there with him. He's, He's locked, locked in there, in there with, with her. her. Yeah, like, that's oh, it. Fuck. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> way to change my life, Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> I have that one in my head forever now. Sadly, the cops called Allison and reported the suicide call, so she is going back. I thought maybe this would matter more. Like, I thought maybe she would get killed. Because in Halloween Kills, her mom gets killed, and it's like fucking shocking. Because yeah. it's the last scene of the movie, and you don't expect a main character like that to get killed. Right. But that's how they do shit in Halloween. They yeah. Kill the main character. Except constantly. 
Except, except Lori. Lori Strode, who is in... 55. No. Six of these fucking movies. Maybe seven. I think it's six, though. Lori is in the closet, just like R. Kelly, and like she was in the first movie. She is also in the closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael is winning the fist fight. Michael fist fights a lot in this movie. He 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 goes a couple rounds with these fucking people. He don't just kill them. He anymore. doesn't lose every time. No. But he does not win every time Correct. either. Yeah, it's more of a fair fight now. Like up until this point, only Busta Rhymes kicked his ass. Now, he's yeah, he's getting old. So she got the knitting needle. How excited were you? I was very excited. What a fucking callback! Like, that is the only thing straight knitting needles are useful for is stabbing people. But I was there for it. Yeah, what like a, I kind of want to buy one straight needle just to have around as a weapon for but protection. To, yes, but to never use because ill. A self defense needle. Yeah. So he knew that move though. Because she did it before. And he stabs her in the face with it. Yeah. She looked like it really hurt. That was brutal. This was not. This was never a killing wound. No. It was superficial but painful. A well-timed mask pull, though, and she stabs his hand to the table like Jesus Christ. That's what you said. Yes, that's what I said. She's, she's pinning him to the table like Jesus Christ. And then she continues. Yes. And then she breaks his legs with a refrigerator. <laughs> Well, she pins one leg with the refrigerator. Yeah. And one leg is still wildly moving around. Yeah. So not quite Jesus. No. She also stabs him in the armpit. I heard that's like a good place to kill somebody by stabbing him in the armpit. The armpit. I don't know why. I've heard that. That's like one of those things that... I'll take that with me all my life. That's one thing that like kids used to always talk about, how you had the killing blow. You stab somebody in the armpit, or you take the palm of your hand and you smack them in the nose and it pushes their nose to their their brain brain. Mm -hmm. yeah that's one thing that all kids know does that push in a nose to the brain thing that don't work right that just breaks your nose right that's all it does (laughs) your nose your nose isn't that strong that it just shoots no through the top of your skull i mean you immediately then move back and grab your face and you start crying and can't fucking see which is a far cry from having a nose not dead having a nose in your brain which might not even kill you anyway having a nose in your brain (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it might not kill you. And off comes the mask. We kind of see Michael Myers' face in this movie. Uh, she cuts his throat. He's still not dead. Nope, he ha- has his hand around her fucking neck, and we're he getting all the major He ripped his hand out of the knife. Yeah. And had enough... Grip strength. Grip strength to still choke her to death. Yeah, and he was going He was going for it. Like, like, it, like they didn't just rip through all his tendons and muscles in his hand. Probably bones too, honestly. Yeah, and he was he was still able to squeeze her fucking Pretty neck. fine. So we're getting all the major flashbacks from the other movies. Her life is flashing before her eyes because she is dying. Yeah, and her whole life is just Michael Myers. Just Michael shit. Myers. She didn't do anything other than No. Didn't have a child or anything. No. She's daring him to do it because she really wants to be killed by Michael Myers mm-hmm. or Michael Myers too. Either one will do. She's basically like this what is this fucking generation of kids that are just like I didn't ask to be here. Yeah. Yeah, she's like that. What is the word? Emo. Like emo nihilists. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Nothing matters. Get me out of here. Like I'm not suicidal, but I'm fine if I die. Yeah. What's a big deal? But Allison breaks his arm before he can do anything. Now she's cutting his wrist, and he is bleeding so much. He has so much blood, and it's all over. In in my opinion, at this point, they should start dismembering him like a fucking turkey. 
Like, cut his head right off. And the cops show up. They fucking tie him to the top of a car like he's a canoe. I... I don't understand... How the neck slicing didn't kill him, but slicing down his wrist did. I don't know. Maybe maybe he was slowly dying from the neck slicing, and the wrist cutting is what put him over the edge. But they did tie him to the top of the car. Yes, and like they paraded him through town. A canoe and paraded him through town. Which he somehow was not bleeding on the car. Well, there was I, most of his blood had to have come out. Yeah. Well, kitchen. then they threw him in the crusher. Oh, there was a ton of blood. And there was tons of blood again. Yeah, it's like, like he it's like he had a bag of blood in him. But he did not bleed on the car at all or the people as they <laughs> they they crowd surfed him. Yeah, they did. That's they, what I have in here. They're passing him around like a 13-year-old at a Blink-182 concert. Yeah, they crowd surfed him. He didn't bleed all over them, but somehow when they threw him in there, blood yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that fucking crusher from TikTok is what they killed him with. Yes. I don't up until he exploded in bits and pieces of blood and gore and gristle. I still thought he was not dead. I was not even going to mark him as a death. Because... Because he's Michael Myers. Yeah. I'm surprised a hand didn't make it through there with a little knife on it. <laughs> like fucking... What is it? It? Cousin It or Thing? One of those two from fucking mm-hmm. Adam's Family. Cousin It is the goddamn hairy one, right? Yeah. But I did mark him as a death because he has to be very dead at this point. Allison is leaving Haddonfield, which is a phenomenal move. Should have been done. After the last movie, they all should have just left. Yeah. And Lori is going to go on a cherry blossom date. Don't Fear the Reaper plays us out, and that is super appropriate, as that was such a big part of the first movie. I like that. Needs more cowbell, but, you know. Okay. (laughs) So, it was a movie. It was a movie. It's almost like they use killing as fuel. And that's why Corey gets stronger throughout the movie, while Michael Myers is kind of just gets beat up a bunch because he doesn't kill as much, so he doesn't get his fuel, which is fucking stupid if so, but I might have just made that up. I don't know. It was confusing. I mean, it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't good. No. It wasn't good, and it wasn't bad, I don't think. It was was a very mediocre movie. Like, this is a movie that exists now. Like, spent a lot of money on it, but... You, you I'm made glad it. they're over. Please. Uh, Michael Myers was always my favorite. Like, even the bad Halloween movies I like. I'm kind of fucking glad it's over, too. Like, Well, there's been 50,000 of them. Can we, give it ten, can we give it 10 years before we try again now? Please. Can we just not anymore? Well, all? they're going to do it again, but let's fucking <sighs> lay off for a good 10 years give us at least a decade before we come up with something new and better like you don't have to keep remaking old movies yeah it was exceedingly fine it was too long but it did move at a reasonable pace at least there was always shit going on but it was nothing in this movie needed to be in the movie because like none of it mattered really like it didn't none of it no nothing was terribly essential to the movie except like him killing that kid and then any other scene The was... movie was not essential. There was no reason to continue to make the movie. Well, the movie was essential because they said they were going to make three of them, and the last one would be the last one. Forever. It won't be forever. Like I said, I didn't like a single character. None of them. Didn't give a fuck. You could have killed Laurie Strode. I'd be like, I don't care. Like, finally, <laughs> for this fucking woman. Finally. 
And she wanted to also. It is over. Like, yeah. Put her, the only person that really, like, wanted to die and kind of be like, yeah, finally. Her battles are over. And she doesn't even die. But, yeah, I didn't I didn't care about anyone that was killed. I didn't feel bad for any of them except that uh, the girl with the curly hair. I was like, well, she didn't have to die. And the and, girl from Joe Bob Briggs. No, that's what she would have wanted. Oh, she wants to die. Sure. No, I was so happy for her. <laughs> All right. But other than that, I really didn't. Like I like I said, I didn't, I didn't hate it or love it. I just didn't care. It just wasn't that good. I did appreciate the the little nods to the original. I thought the kills were good. Like they're gory, they weren't over the top. They're they're good. Um. I, and I like that they gave us the promised end to the series. Though, I did think they leave it open a little bit. When Lori wrote, evil doesn't die, it just takes a different shape. Michael Myers was actually, like, he wasn't cast as Michael Myers. Michael Myers in the casting is just that child. Him as the adult killer guy is the shape. Mm-hmm. So she said, evil doesn't die, it takes a different shape. That's obviously leaving the door open for... Yeah, well, that's how he was, like, turned into Corey. Yeah. So I would not be surprised to see Allison take up the mantle. Because she's been through so much. It'll be so stupid if that happens. I won't like it at all. But if they're using... Because they've made a lot of Halloween 3 references in this movie. Or not in this movie, but in the series of movies. They made some, I think, in this movie. But the first two, definitely. And that's the one without Michael Myers in it. Mm -hmm. If they would make a Halloween 3 remake and that would be the different shape I'd be pretty on board with that just I don't want to fucking see Michael Myers for 10 years now (laughs) okay (laughs) I don't either like I will watch the old Halloween movies I've watched them when you're not here but I don't want to see a new fucking Michael Myers movie for a decade please please stop okay like thank you Blumhouse for fucking helping reinvigorate the horror genre but no more of these, please, for the love of God. Something different. Halloween Ends has a 40% critic score and a 57% audience score. Very fair. I fucking agree. I'm probably a little over 40%, but I'm not much over 57%, that's for sure. Because, Like I said, I gave it 3 out of 5. Yeah. So. It is the weakest of the three sequels. I like the other two sequels better, even though Halloween Kills was so fucking goddamn corny and cheesy with the evil dies tonight and they're beating him with fucking irons and shit. They shoot him a million times <laughs> and he fucking gets up and kills half the town. Mm-hmm. That one was still better, I thought. And he can barely beat up anybody in this one. And I genuinely liked the first new Halloween. Okay. So Halloween Ends is still in theaters, so the box office will change. But it made $98 million on a budget of $33 million, which wow. scares me because they're like, look at all this fucking money we're making with this goddamn Michael Myers. Why don't we do it again? No. It's like a license to print money. Just don't do it. Don't look into the abyss. You said it in this movie. When you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back at you. Don't stare into the Michael Myers abyss. Yeah, just stop. So you didn't like it, like, but you didn't hate it. It was just a movie that right. exists. Yeah. So where do you rank it? Oh, God. I forgot how to do it. All right. I'll put it um after Dark and Wicked, but before Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Seems fair. Which makes it third from the bottom. Seems high. Do you want me to read them all to you and... No, no, it's fine. Okay. Let's finish up. So do you have anything else to add? No. No? No more Halloween until next year. Huh? No more Halloween movies until October. So no more horror movies? No, no more Halloween movies. Plenty of horror movies to watch. We might actually watch Freaking Barbarian again for the podcast. Here we go. We'll see, though. If you have nothing else to add, say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.